Long, long ago, somewhere on a hill, lived a villager. He was carrying a jar of oil as he was climbing up the mountain. He took a break when he was very tired. He sat down and set his oil jar on a rock near him. Another villager was walking down the mountain with his donkey that was laden with a big load of wooden sticks. But the donkey, which did not observe the oil jar on the side of the mountain, knocked it down by mistake. But the oil merchant was angry and he declared that the donkey's owner ought to repay him. The donkey's owner declared that, you know, it was not really my fault. What do I do? So the two of them took their case to the king of the land. The king patiently heard both sides of the story, thought for a little while and then declared, Take away the donkey and the rock. Put them in chains and leave them in the prison. In one week from now, this case shall be heard in the court. The news of this spread far and wide and people of the land were quite curious to know how a rock and a donkey could be tried in court. But they were so curious that they all came and thronged the court on the day the case was to be heard. On the day of the court hearing, once everyone was in, the king declared that the doors of the court should be closed. And then he rose from his seat and said, is there any sense or law by which a donkey and a rock can be judged? Why have you all come to see such an absurd thing like this, leaving behind all your work? But I am glad that you were all this curious, because now I can ask each of you to pay half a cent to this oil owner and only then can you leave the court. <laughs> the people in court smiled and handed over the money. The oil owner recovered all that he had lost. The donkey was returned to the villager. And this is a folklore called The Story of the Donkey and the Rock from a land called Tibet. I don't know how many of you have even heard of this place. It's a land full of high hills covered with snow for the most part of the year. And many years ago, once the Chinese began to occupy Tibet, people from this land left their high hills and have today settled along a range of hills in the Himalayas dotting all the way from Ladakh in the north to Arunachal Pradesh in the east. In today's episode, we talk about a festival called Losar, the New Year festival celebrated by the Tibetan community. Hi, you're listening to What's New Today, a kids and family podcast and I am Sangeeta from India, the host of this podcast channel. In this episode, I'm joined by a college-going student who has had the opportunity to witness Loser celebrations for the first time in his life. Hello, uh, my name is uh, Puranja Bhattacharya. I am a second-year undergraduate from Sikkim Manipal Institute of Technology in Sikkim. Oh, wonderful. Welcome to this show, Puranjay. It's such a pleasure to meet and talk to somebody from the northeastern part of India. So I know you're studying in Sikkim, but where did you do your yeah. schooling? Are you also from Sikkim? Uh, no, I'm not from Sikkim, actually. I'm from the northeast itself. I'm from Assam, basically. I live in Tinsukia district. Is the culture of people who are native to Sikkim very different to what you have seen in Assam? 
the majority of population in Sikkim is basically Nepali people. They are culturally different. So the language is very different also? Language is a bit different. In Sikkim, most of the conversations are basically in English because we have students from all across India. There are people from South, there are people from North, East and West, from everywhere. But the friends, sometimes they talk in Nepali. I can easily understand. If you are Bengali, then you can easily understand Nepali. It's not very difficult. That's very, very interesting. So now I guess you're on a short vacation. Yeah, I have a two-day holiday for Losar. Talking about this Losar festival. So have you seen this now in your college? Is this the first time you're seeing it? Have you seen it in Assam before? Uh, no, I've not seen in Assam, but it's like celebrated in the higher altitudes where uh, where there is snowfall, where there is like variety of cultures live there, like the Tibetan people. So only people who live higher up on the hills in Sikkim celebrate the Losar festival. Yeah, it's basically Tibetan culture, right? So most of the Tibetan people, uh, they live in higher altitude. They are not accustomed with the weather conditions below right here in uh, where I live actually. There is no snowfall here. The word Tibet itself means the land of snow. So we can understand why the Tibetans moved from wherever they lived, they preferred living in the higher altitudes. So tell me what have you seen about the festival so far, uh, you know, in your time in Sikkim? Losa festival, it's uh, like a traditional uh, Tibetan New Year festival. It's the end of the harvesting season. It is the start of the new lunar calendar of the Tibetan and they just enjoy the new year with that uh, harvesting stuff. So are there any special dances and songs that they perform for Losa? Yeah, Losa is basically famous for its traditions like the dance tradition, dance and uh, the musical instruments. In Himachal Pradesh also, Tibetan people, they also celebrate this festival. When the Tibetans came to India, right, as refugees, they settled along the entire Himalayan belt, all the way from Ladakh, Himachal, Sikkim, and even in Arunachal, there's a very small contingent that also lives in the south in Mysore, because when the Tibetans first came to India, uh, if I remember right, under Jawaharlal Nehru's government, they were given all, uh, a large piece of land in Mysore. Uh, the Dalai yeah. Dama then requested uh, in the government of India saying that we are so not used to this kind of a weather condition. So please give yeah. us a place up in the hills. So that's why uh, there's a place called Mekliot Ganj near Dharamshala in Himachal, which is where today the Dalai Lama uh, himself lives. And a lot, yeah. a whole lot of uh, Tibetans over there in Makhlyot Ganj. I think today, this entire festival, these three days, if you go to Makhlyot Ganj and Haramshala, it will be like Diwali in the rest of India. There's a dance that I read about and I saw some YouTube yeah. videos called Gotur Cham. Cham basically means the mask dance. Uh, there is a story behind this. Also, my friends have told me about this, that uh, there was a king who lived across uh, Tibet. So uh, the king saw a dream of like celebrating this mask festival, mask dance. So he brought this culture into the New Year festival. Oh, very nice. Interesting. Did you see one? Did you get scared? 
no the dance that i've seen in sikkim in my college itself it just put up very beautiful faces in the new year you expect some new energy new sort of thing to come into your home oh nice so some of these masks are masks of pretty faces not necessarily scary ones have you had any other interesting experiences so yak is basically one of the most famous animal if you come to sikkim like there is one thing that you will never miss out in sikkim is that riding a yak so, so how do you ride yak you have to jump? hold on to its horns or do you hold on under no it? no there is there is a guide who who is the owner of that yak he just moves the yak around You, oh you it's like riding like, a horse yeah you cannot control that big animal it's not possible <laughs> i can imagine yeah 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 i think <laughs> a yak i think the female in ladakh but i've seen it at a at a distance like i would not venture anywhere close to a yak if i can help it <laughs> yeah they dance with the yaks is it yeah they dance with the yak and also paint their mask in the way the yak looks like it's known as the yak charm Speaking of yaks, here are a bunch of jokes and riddles about them from 11-year-old Adya. What kind of animal do you need in the Himalayas? Something that can slide and have fun in the snow, like a furry dog. A yak of all trades. <laughs> What would you call a yak who is full of himself? A narcissistic yak. Ego maniac. Ooh, that's a nice one. Okay, so what nursery rhyme do the yaks sing in the Himalayas? Could it be Baba Black Yak? Have you any wool? I know it's Yak and Jill went up the hill to fetch a pail of water. In my defense I think even the Baba Blackyak was a brilliant nursery rhyme for the mountains. Well that's okay and I have one last joke. What kind of car does a yak drive? Yak yak sled. A Ferrari. Ooh the fur on the yak cool. I loved all of them. discussing some more interesting dance forms at the Losar festival in Sikkim. Yeah, there is one last dance that I've seen in my college. This is one of my favorite dances and this is called singhi dance. The word itself says singhi means the lion singer. It is the snow lion dance. So like there are two people inside the snow lion. There is one uh, commander who commands the two lions, and they just dance. In the first year itself, I was very excited because they just come near your face and like scream. It's very, very entertaining. It is only entertaining, not scary at all. No, no, no. None of the dances are basically scary. Right? Oh, so that's nice. Not very scary. Yeah. So most. Yeah, but I have a like, question. Uh, this singhi dance yeah. and also for people who are inside the costume, right? Those are your yeah. college friends, or are they trained no, no, performers? No. no, they are trained. I have a very important question for you. So I read yeah, yeah. that the first day of Losar festival, you are supposed to clean your house completely and thoroughly 
like how a lot of us do during Diwali. Did you clean yeah. your hostel room on the first day of Lostar Festival? Honestly speaking, if you're living in a hostel, so it's very difficult to like clean. Okay, I've got three quick trivia. Tell me what you know. The first question uh, is: the word Lostar stands for New Year. True or false? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll say true. Yeah, you're playing it safe. It is true. The low uh-huh. means uh, new and sir means uh, year. <laughs> Second question: oh, the most popular color that people wear for a lot of Tibetan festivals is the color green. True or false? I've seen many of the dances, many of the customs of Sikkim. Most of them are red in color. Absolutely right. And the last question: the important food that they make for this festival is is something that they make with yak's milk. True or false? Yeah, I think they do it because, like as I said before, yak plays a very important role in their life. Awesome. Did you like this quiz? For those of our listeners who've heard other episodes on what's new today, you may have found this quiz a little different because usually the questions in the quiz are based on what I've already discussed with my co-hosts. But this time I just thought, you know, why not ask my co-host based on what he has seen in Sikkim? That's it from us today. If you enjoyed listening to this banter between Puranjay and I and loved hearing more about this Losar festival please do share this episode leave us a rating and a review because that's how we'll know how much you've truly enjoyed listening to these kind of conversations also remember to follow us and subscribe to this channel wherever you're listening to it new episodes drop every monday and friday and thanks for listening